is Today on Campus, a podcast where we talk about students' experiences on and off campus, from pop culture to other culturally disruptive moments. I am Dave. And I am Jello. And today, we are joined by two friends uh, who will be with us to talk about the topic na pag-uusapan natin ngayong episode na ito. We are joined by Job Wahiman and Ria Corda. Welcome to Today on Campus, Ria and Job. Thank you uh, for having us, guys. It's such a privilege to be with uh, conversing with Dave and Jello. Hi, Dave. Hi, Jello. Hello, Job. Yes, we are going to talk about dive in tayo sa topic ngayon. No? Kasi itong pag-uusapan natin ngayon is something that's uh, really seen. No? Mainit-init ang topic na ito ngayon. Ito yung topic about Cancel culture. Yan, cancel culture. Jello, Joe, Ria, any thoughts about this one? And I'm sure nakikita natin to at na-experience na siguro natin to about this particular topic. Sobrang init na itong topic na to, no? Dahil sa mga nangyayari sa paligid natin. Uh, on social media, people are really crying out for for their personal causes and advocacies. And dahil dun, marami rin silang mga bagay na kinakancel. Uh, not bagay mga tao na kinakancel yeah. na hindi tumutugma yung belief sa kanilang mga belief. So, they cancel influencers na medyo iba yung lifestyle na hindi nila gusto or yung mga brands or even politicians. Actually, recently, ewan ko kung nakita nyo to ah, even their own parents kinakancel ng mga estudyante. <laughs> Diba? Dahil nga yun, because of differences in their political opinion. So, actually, yung cancel culture na to na parang recently ko lang talaga siya naririnig ng madalas. Pero meron din ako naririnig dati na tinatawag na call-out culture. So, alam ba natin kung ano yung difference sa dalawang to? Um, Job, Jello, Dave? Yeah. Ria, yung pag sinasabi natin cancel culture and call-out culture, halos similar lang naman yung dalawang yun. But canceling is really making someone be cancelled from the um, support. Na as if sobrang powerful yung pag-cancel natin ng support sa isang tao. No? Pero ang nangyayari, dahil may social media na um, it became really popular in the mid-2000s, diba? yung sumikat na nagkaroon yung mga tao ng sariling megaphone. Uh, kung dati, uh, sumisigaw, sinisigaw lang natin sa sarili nating mga boses yung mga gusto nating sabihin. Uh, uh, in the mid-2000s, nagkaroon na ng power yung um, people in social media. And then, when Twitter came, uh, came around, uh, nagkaroon na ng power to make something trending and to make someone trending. So, the, the moment na nagkaroon tayo ng power na ganun, it's so easy to actually say na let's stop supporting someone so um, and let's stop... Uh, parang endorsing their products so cancel yon pero yung call out is hindi pa naman siya as worse as cancel culture it's just really calling out someone na parang pwede bang baguhin mo yung ganitong um, ways mo and yun nga um, ang nangyayari even back in high school kinikwento ko nga kina Faith dati na uh, meron ng cancel culture na naranasan ako parang uh, yung buong class namin na uh, mga magkakaibigan na mga lalaki Kinansel ako for one day dahil nga may pinapa... Alam niyo yung pinasapasa na notes na for fun during a class. Tapos dumating sa akin. Nandun ako, nag, nandun ako sa likod ng class nun eh. Sa mga uh, back rows. Kasi ayaw mong makinig. Gusto mo lang uh, mag-chika-chika with classmates. So nandun din yung most men. And then umabot sa akin yung note. Tapos for fun lang, wala na akong magawa. Um, 
pinasa ko hanggang sa pinakauna. So sabi ko, pasa nyo lang, pasa nyo lang, pasa nyo lang. Eh, pinakinggan na ng mga classmates ko. Umabot sa teacher namin. Nagkataon English teacher namin yun na sobrang prominent sa school na yun. Na the most professional and the strictest teacher in the school. Dumat- umabot sa kanya. So yung classmate ko na friend ko, sobrang um, influential din siya sa grupo namin, sa, sa batch namin. As in, cancelled ako the whole day and the, uh, the next day. Na parang... Uh, they look down on me, na parang ayaw nila ako pansinin, and hello, ako self-assuring na ako ever since. So wala akong pakialam, hindi ako naapektuhan. Uh, but hindi naman, ano yun, restored naman yung relationship. Ako nga yung magkakasal sa kanya ngayong November. So yung mga tipong kwentong ganon. Matagal na yung cancel culture basically. Interesting na, Job. Alam ko yung tawag dyan, open forum. I know, <laughs> oo. Yung, yung pipipon-tipon kayo ng mga magkaklase. Naku, usong-usong yan sa mga babae sa high school. Ewan ko sa inyo guys kung, kung nararanasan nyo yun. Pero kapag mayroong tao na bully or popular, alam mo yun, yung... Yung, kasi kapag popular, di ba, laging ano, na, na, tinitignan yung lahat ng mga ginagawa niya. So, inaabangan pag nagkamali. Tapos, alam mo yun, para, para lang masabi natin na wala siyang power over us. Parang hanapan mo siya ng mali. Or kapag bully, tatanggalan mo siya ng bullying power niya para maging maamo siya sa inyo. Parang ganon. Or pagbibigyan kayo, di ba? So, yun yung... Yun yung nakikita ko na reason bakit nag-open forum dati tapos parang kinakansen mo para wala siyang voice or wala siyang power over you. Ayun. Interesting no, that you mentioned it. Na hindi sa hindi talaga siya bago. Um, I think it's because we are able to uh, voice out our frustrations and yung ano to, uh, na experience natin. Pero ngayon kasi may social media na. So we have that power what Joe was saying na kanya-kanyang mga megaphones na tayo dito, no? And I think naman when we say cancel culture, I think generally it, it's meant to start off uh, with uh, good motive naman, eh. We don't just cancel someone just because trip lang natin. Pero it's either because that person or organization did something wrong or we feel like there was an oppression or what. Pero ito yung ano ko lang, no? Bakit siya ganun ngayon? I mean, now it looks, to be honest, a bit toxic when we talk about cancel culture. Yes, it has a good intention, motivation. We hear, we understand kung bakit nila ito ginagawa. Cancel and then call out culture, almost similar. Pero ngayon parang, uh, parang ano siya? Parang it feels like it's causing division. It feels like um, nagiging double standard pa minsan. It seems like we're canceling one end, pero minsan fundamentally the ideology behind it is the same that you're supporting on the other end. So, how come something that it seems like may good intention naman, uh, voicing out, you know, practicing our quote-unquote democracy, our freedom of speech, how come right now, it seems like uh, it feels toxic? Lalo na kung ikaw naka-inspire ng cancel culture. Uh, Jello, Ria, Job? I think just like everything else, lahat naman ay prone to abuses and excesses, eh, di ba? Uh, may mga bagay na, well, kagaya nga niya sinabi mo, things, just like this, yung cancel culture, it started out maybe as as a call to demand accountability from people who possess power. Pero, like I said, lahat naman talaga ay prone to excesses and abuses. Sabi nga lang kanina, meron na nito bago, noon pa man. Ang ganda na nung, nung na-lay down na yun, no? Bago pa man magkaroon ng social media, meron na. Kasi it's innate sa atin. Lalo na sa culture natin, sa Eastern culture, sa Asian culture. 
yung communal kasi tayo eh, collectivist culture tayo, di ba? And yung cancel culture, dati parang ano siya eh, it's, it's really rooted on a shame-based culture. Sinasabi natin na you need to act according to what the community upholds or what the community believes in. Kapag ka hindi ka nag-agree doon, kapag ka hindi ka nag-conform, cancel ka or boycott ka. Nagiging outcast ka sa society, so you need to conform. Nandiyan na yan. Pero na-highlight siya ng social media dahil nga naging globally connected yung lahat ng tao eh. Especially this generation, the generation that you're reaching out to, yung Gen Z, they're really idealistic and passionate about different advocacies and causes. So, naging woke sila. Nabigyan ng platform. Lahat tayo may platform, may megaphone. Social media has given us that. It's like we've been invited to join the adults in the discussion. We, are, we were invited to join in the table with the adults para magbigay ng opinion. Sa pagiging woke, nagkaroon tayo ng boses. So, dahil nga pwede ka na mag-call out, kinocall out na. Pero hindi lang siya nag-stop doon. Dahil gusto natin ng action. Gusto natin ng ng concrete action. Did, parang people didn't stop at just calling out people. Gusto na nila ng merong action. So it starts with, i-boycott natin yan para magkaroon tayo ng konkreto na, na action dito. Na, tanggalan mo yan ng power, tanggalan mo yan ng clout, tanggalan mo yan ng influence, tapos yun na. But yun nga, nakakaroon doon ng ano, nakakaroon doon ng medyo confusion. Kasi ano ba yung moral standard natin? For example, ano yung moral standard natin as a global community or as, as a community at large? Ano ba yung political stance natin? So it's like nagiging mob rule. The rule of the mob. Na kung sino yung may malakas na boses, tanggalan natin to ng, ano, ng kapangyarihan dahil yan, hindi siya nagkoconform. Parang mob dance lang, di ba? <laughs> um... Yung sinasabi mo, Dave, na uh, paano ba naging toxic tong mga bagay na to? Before I respond to that, I just want to say to our listeners, no, na we're not actually here to cancel the cancelers. Uh, we're not here to cancel the cancel culture in itself. Um, we're rather just exposing some things that might uh, reveal something to ourselves, as even as Christians, di ba? I remember what Paul said to the believers in Corinth. He said, if I speak in the tongues of men or uh, of angels but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. In other words, he was almost like saying, if I speak without love, toxic lang ako pakinggan sa mga tao. And so when it when it when it comes to cancel culture becoming so toxic nowadays, anything I guess anything done without love or and not out of love um is really that has the capacity to actually get really toxic. And so I I I think that Um, yes, we can call out um, some some politicians. We can call out uh, we can call out people who are op- uh, causing oppression. We can call out anyone who's actually doing something uh, wrong. But when it comes to boycotting something um, for the greater good, okay, naman. But anything done out of uh, anger, out of impatience, um, and then lumalabas na sa mga um, sa mga tweets natin, sa mga uh, sinasabi natin, it really becomes toxic. And nagiging ang nangyari na parang it's not really out of love anymore. So it becomes toxic like that kung hindi na talaga siya out of love. So is it safe to say na ang difference ng call-out culture sa cancel culture is that yung calling out is actually calling out a particular action of a person na 
na we are demanding accountability for, from. So, tama naman na, na we are calling out um, a particular action. Pero ang difference niya, kaya naging toxic yung cancel culture kasi pati yung the personhood of of that ano of the of the other person is being cancelled already na parang parang ayaw ka na naming mag-exist parang ganoon na or ayaw ka na naming i-acknowledge parang ganoon na yung naging difference between calling out and uh, uh, call out culture and cancel culture tama ba yeah parang we have the power to actually say na by the power of my name i will cancel you in my life parang ganoon which is not necessarily good because we don't have at all the right to um, you know, get someone disappear uh, because we're not the one who actually made them. But I just want to categorically comment on yung sa calling out. Kasi calling out has a way also of um, even uh, demeaning someone and even parang, kumbaga, parang really killing the destiny of that person. Uh, let me give you an example. Sa, sa totoong buhay, meron kaming kaibigan na parang pinag-uusapan na ng mga ibang kaibigan namin na guys, parang masyado talaga siyang inward looking pag pag nagkukuwento siya sa mga conversations natin it most of the time or na all the time it becomes about herself and so sabi ko you talk to her directly ganito ganyan so nangyari um when 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 there was a special occasion and then nag overnight kami mag mga magkakaibigan guys ang ginawa nila inupo nila yung friend namin sa loob ng Innova namin nung time na yon and silang magkakaibigan na nakatulog na kami uh, ng wife ko, tapos separate, yung basta special occasion yun, mga, may mga sarisariling rooms kami. Hindi namin alam na may nangyari pala overnight nung time na yun, dun sa Innova namin. Uh, yun pala, kinall out nila yung kaibigan namin sa isang open forum doon sa loob ng kotse. So nagulat ako kinabukasan, sobrang downcast yung kaibigan namin. As in, hindi mo siya makausap ng maayos. So I had to ask her, what happened? Sabi niya, Job, this is what they did to me. I mean, all the things that they had against me. In front of everyone, they said these things to me, parang ganon. So in, in a way, it was calling out. And to me, it was not calling out the greater destiny of that person. It was calling out out of annoyance, out of anger, out of impatience, na ganito na lang ikaw palagi, ganito ganyan. Kasi out of love, we will be able to say things patiently. We will be able to say things even personally. And to call out that person in front of everyone else, it hindi siya call out culture hindi siya call out eh it's ganging up on that person so ang nangyayari i think that that's the picture also of um, what's happening in our in our nation in our society now among even among uh, gen zers and millennials na ang nangyayari let's gang up on someone to call that person out so ang first motive motive question is what's my motive is it really to call out that negative thing on that person or nagagang up na tayo. Hindi, hindi, hindi na yung good result yung na, nangyayari. Job, you mentioned something about that, no? yung ganging up, uh, ganging up na sinasabi mo nga. No? Um, yes, to a certain degree, uh, if we ask them, I'm sure, sasabihin nila, hindi, sinabi ko lang naman yung nakita namin mali, yung the call out part. But now we've come to a point na uh, you have a mob with you. Tapos, you are demanding something, maybe accountability or just calling out a particular thing. Ito yung medyo challenging lang din, no? something that maybe we can discuss. Uh, what if in that particular idea, hindi may kausap ka, pero hindi pareho ng ideology mo or point of view mo. And sometimes, um, ang nangyayari pa dito is, um, you and another person may be living or see things differently. Pero dahil nga, we are more consumed with the 
um, what we think we should be demanding from. Nakakancel din yung ibang tao na people who has different beliefs with that. Did, did you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Parang ngayon na nangyayari, um, we, when someone doesn't agree with us, at least with that idea, pati sila mismo, nakakancel out na rin. <laughs> And not just with the idea, but the, the whole person in itself. And um, parang nagiging tribalistic yung dating, if, mm. you, if you may, na nangyayari. Especially in our society that calls for collaboration, uh, where we are now a very collab- a very much collaborative culture. Um, meron din tayong inclusive culture. Uh, the society is calling for a very inclusive culture nowadays. And even when our beliefs are not agreeable with one another, I think that inclusion can still happen. And that's really out of love. Parang, um, when the, the things I said, na parang the, the culture uh, that God actually wants us to have is a love that calls out out of love. So, so when, when there is something to be called out, we call it out out of love. And most of the time, though, it must be within a loving relationship. And that's what I, where I want to go. Na when, when we are secure with our relationships with one another, uh, um, calling out, is actually something na mas dapat i-promote natin. You call out because you see a greater destiny, you call out because of love, you call out because there is life beyond their current in the Lord. And when they don't agree with you, then we also have to keep pushing for the relationship, the friendships within those matters. You may ask, paano kung um, public lang, walang, walang friendships, walang relationships, then it becomes a conversation about social media, not anymore about the call-out culture. Because to be honest, we also have to ask, eh, how much power is there in the call, calling out of people on social media? Or does it really build up and make us get to our go- uh, results? Or does it only actually um, result to a crushing of that person's destiny? Do you remember si, um, Amalayer? Uh, when we called out her attitude when when people canceled her uh, did it really break her or did it make her i don't think it made her but the encounter with god after that experience um made her it broke her to be honest pero what if it, walang walang naglead kay god kay amalayer she would have been found um committing uh, killing her own diba kung walang nagreach out sa kanya so that's what i want to say parang Um, dun dito sa call-out culture natin, where do we do that? Uh, na, parang an, a good assessment is, okay ba talaga to really call out a person um, for an, as an influencer? Um, or baka hindi kayanin ng mental health niya tapos umabot na sa point na tayo pa yung pumatay sa kanya. Parang ganong, ganong levels. Um, if it's not out of a relationship that we call people out. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Job. Dalawa nga siyang level, no? Dalawang layer. First, yung ano eh, sa personal level, nung calling out at saka canceling. Kasi meron din namang gano'n na we can call out somebody uh, out of, uh, because we have a relationship. Pero meron din mga tao na kinakancel nga yung mga tao na kakilala nila because of differences in opinion or whatever. And yung binabanggit ni Job kanina is uh, yung guidelines natin or yung yung posture natin should be coming from a posture of love. If we are to call out somebody, dapat hindi siya galing sa posture of annoyance or anger or hatred, but a posture of love, wanting that person to grow 
as an individual. Saka calling out the destiny of that person, not just calling out the wrong behavior, helping that person. Yung canceling somebody uh, on a personal level, nabanggit din kanina, no? parang why would we cancel someone if we love someone? Pero yung binabanggit kasi ni Dave kanina, sa i- yung ibang level eh, yung social media level. And I think that's what made it more blatant, this culture, this cancel culture. Kasi sa social media, well, we can't have a relationship with everybody. <laughs> like sa Twitter, when a topic is trending or when a person is trending because, because of a misbehavior or a major boo-boo, hindi naman natin ma-explain yun lahat sa mga tao eh, di ba? or with that person. I think doon mas nagiging tricky. Papaano nga natin yung hinahandle? One concern or one of the things that's really very concerning dito sa cancel culture is, alam mo yung parang nawawalan na yung, uh, yung margin for discussion, openness, yung engaging the argument and wanting to learn, yung listening, the art of listening to one another. And it's like when you disagree with me, you're either on this side or this side or my side. Kapag ka hindi tayo agree, sorry, pero cancelled ka sa akin. Di ba? Ganun yung, ganun yung nagiging itsura. Uh, the term is neo-tribalism or new tribalism na no longer marked by territory but by ideo- ideologies and th- philosophies in life or worldviews na if you're on my camp, ito, pagka hindi, sorry, I don't have time to listen to you basta magkaiba tayo. Not even agreeing to disagree, but just disagreeing. Ganon. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts about that? Na, naalala ko lang no, before Ria shares. No? Diba nung medyo uh, in our high school, meron tayong debate. Tapos they were asking us to take a stand from that debate, a particular issue. Tapos yung plot twist doon, yung stand mo, hindi yun yung ide-defend mo. Ang ide-defend mo yung stand nung kabila. And I think that that has... Uh, that has a merit. It teaches us at least to have a perspective uh, to understand where they're coming from. Empathy, I think that's the word. Um, and sometimes in a culture that's canceling, with all its right motives and um, aspiration for change, nawawala yung empathy, which is also an expression of love. Yeah. Anyway, Ria. Ayan. Uh, so, um, actually, pagdating sa debate na yan, marami sigurong pwede pang masabi si Job dito, no? Bilang debate team member yan dati. Um, pero um, gusto ko lang uh, din palitawin yung uh, um, iba din yung calling out a particular, for example, corporation or an organization or a system. Tama, di ba? Na, na we, we are demanding accountability from rather than an individual, di ba? So, parang in that regard kasi, parang maybe calling out uh, in social media lang talaga ang ang avenue ng ng mga tao. And um, I think that if if there is really like uh, injustice happening or oppression happening, okay lang naman na mag-call out in that regard sa social media. Tama ba? What we're talking about kasi is really more of an individual calling out. Uh, na, na parang mukhang hindi siya productive or fruitful. Yeah, I agree with you. In fact, there should be an invitation to conversations rather cancellations. And I think that's what Jello was uh, pointing out when it comes to neo-tribalism and going back to what Dave said. Pero masabi ko lang, Ria, no? sabi mo palitawin. Akala ko magpapakain ka ng palitaw habang nagre-recording tayo. 
<laughs> Pero as uh, yung sinasabi ni Dave kanina na um, what if hindi nga kayo magkaintindihan, ganito, ganyan. Um, there is an invitation, I guess, for our generation, uh, for millennials, for Gen Z, even for us existing na millennials pa rin tayo, di ba? There is an invitation um, for us to be to have better listening skills. I remember nasabi niyo na yung debate, um nagparliamentary debate ako sa college and so siguro nakatulong yon sa akin kasi every time there's a round of debate um so syempre magsasalita na yung kabilang kampo and then magsasabi sila ng mga punto na sasabihin nila kami yung nagsabi noon. Ito yung mga sinabi namin. We really have to stand up and say point of information. Um, and in, in debate, when you say POI, it means, excuse me, can you give me 60 seconds to speak up? And um, pag hindi nila, hindi nila tinanggap yung POI namin, um, magsasabi na kami, nakatayo kami, and then we'll say, listening skills, listening skills. And that's to demand, um, to correct your statement, and also to say to the adjudicator, yung judge natin na nakikinig, na uh, Madam Speaker, hindi po nakikinig ng maayos yung kalaban namin. Iba yung mga sinasabi niya sa sinasabi namin. And there is a greater invitation for our uh, for all of us to actually have better listening skills now that we have a better platform to speak up. Kasi in a wider platform to speak up, there also has a greater responsibility to listen further. And really, if we are after cancellation over conversation, mas hindi tayo makikinig. And in a, in a world where inclusion and collaboration is more important, and in, in a culture where, uh, where there are many things that kailangan pag-usapan, I think we really want to go for conversations more than cancellation. We want to demand our politicians to have uh, better discussions with us, na mas i-explain pa yung mga bagay-bagay sa atin. And that's the goal, I think, na parang kung mag-call out man tayo, speak up, explain more, explain further. So, ganon. So, what we're saying is magkaiba yung call-out culture sa cancel culture. Calling out or yung call-out culture can actually be a good thing as long as we are coming from a posture of love and we're inviting people to a dialogue, a conversation. At hindi tayo nanggagaling from hatred. It's actually, there's actually a place for speaking up and calling out people uh, lovingly. And if you're part of a church community, that's actually being encouraged for us to stir up one another, diba? At magtulungan tayo for, to grow together. But canceling culture is different. Canceling culture is boycotting people, shaming the person, and shunning the person away from the community. It's like rejecting a person. And that's not what we're saying here. Okay, baka magkaroon lang ng, ng confusion na we're actually uh, discouraging people from speaking up. No, not necessarily. Yung, yung cancel culture, yung tinatry natin na uh, i-explore dito sa conversation. We are living in a world wherein every information is available. Uh, it's up for us to process and understand things. And then every issue, we are empowered to speak on our own. So, kung hindi kapareho yung point of view ng other person. You said that we learn to have a conversation. Yung the art of reclaiming that conversation skills. Listening and talking and all. But in light of everything, with this thing, cancel culture in this, how do we respond according to what the Bible says? Okay, so we understand nga na yung pinanggagalingan ng cancel culture is really about being passionate for what you believe in. Kasi doon nagkakaroon ng friction or ng tension sa 
dahil magkaiba tayo ng kampo ng paniniwala, uh, nagkakaroon ng banggaan. And what we're saying a while ago is that instead of canceling one another, why don't we promote collaboration and communication? Pero that's in the aspect of uh, reconciling differences in ideologies and philosophies in life eh, or in opinions about certain things. But how far have we gone in canceling culture? Because definitely what we're seeing now on social media, hindi na lang sa limited sa ano eh, sa paniniwala ng isang tao. It has, di ba, meron ng aspect na parang, ano pa ba to? May advocacy pa ba talaga tayong pinaglalaban? Or are we just canceling random people na hindi natin trip? Uh, cyberbullying na lang ba to by the mob? Yun. How far have we gone in terms of cancel culture? What do you think? We have gone very, 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 very far. Um, I think any part of culture that is founded on a sinful nature will really go very far. So even yung cancel culture na meron tayo, it used to be good for uh, calling out socio-political causes. Uh, but now, it has become cyberbullying. I mean, yung the worst case, and I won't mention, pero the worst case that I've seen in cancel culture is for a child, I for a for a young professional to cancel his own parents just because uh, hindi sila magkatugma ng political views on the recent uh, events sa Pilipinas. And to me, uh, parang grabe naman to, umabot na sa point that you dishonor your own parents. And to be honest, th- th- he, ga- he gathered different responses also. May mga iba na kinancel din siya. May mga iba na nag-agree naman sa kanya. But anything under the sinful nature uh, in this world will really go very, very far to a point that instead of it calling out for a good result, it actually breaks people's lives. So, sobrang ano na talaga, ang layo na talaga ng inabot natin. Uh, may mga tao na uh, talagang na cyberbully, like a personality, a celebrity, kahit nga random TikTok, uh, TikTokerist. <laughs> uh, anyone can be a subject of an attack by memers or by whoever. Tapos, yun, kinakancel yung mga tao. Well, basta nasa social media ka. And I think yun yung isa sa mga painful excesses ng cancel culture na gusto rin natin syempre na, na i-address or i-correct somehow. So I guess the question would be ngayon, how do we go countercultural? na hindi tayo umabot sa ganung level na talagang sumira na tayo ng buhay ng isang tao, di ba? Parang, is there really a, parang a way to cancel, uh, to cancel the cancel culture? Paano yon? That's true. Kasi marami tayong mga paniniwala sa buhay, di ba? I mean, like the four of us, we have different opinion. Meron tayong kanya-kanyang pananaw, perspective, about politics, about government, about morality, etc. Pero we we don't go the route of canceling people. Diba? Parang doon tayo doon natin binabantayan dapat yung sarili natin no uh, as followers of Jesus Christ because the ultimate example that we must emulate is the example of Christ who did not cancel anyone. In fact, Instead of canceling people, he restored those who were canceled by society. So, 
how can we how can we be like that sa ganitong sa ganitong landscape no na, na ginagalawan natin yeah very tricky yung landscape natin kasi iba-iba na talaga yung mga platforms tapos may greater power na talaga very empowered yung generations natin ngayon but we have to ask who are we whose are we and what is our identity yun yung palagi nating tinatanong dapat are you a christ follower or an online citizen in in uh, um or are you just an online citizen kasi before you were an online citizen you are a kingdom citizen so what god says to us in his word is that diba sabi si james My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce yung whatever is needed uh, for our identity. But even before we are able to do that, quick to listen and slow to anger, the only foundational truth that we have to remember para sa akin no, is really to remember that I am God's. Diba Paul reminded the believers in Colossae that we are, God, we are God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, So we ought to clothe ourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. If we forget for a moment that we are God's citizen in His palace, in His kingdom, in His family, then we will easily just give in to anger and to a culture that this world demands of us. So we have to remember whose are we. Uh, we are God's. And the way we act and, 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 and conduct ourselves online should also represent who we follow. And we follow Jesus Christ the last time I checked. So, naisip ko din actually yung sinasabi mo, Job, no? The way that we uh, act, the way that we speak. Um, hindi lang siguro siya sa social media dapat that we go counter-culturally or um, parang hindi kasi hindi, hindi kasi natin ma-achieve ang ganong conversation ng ano lang eh, di ba, nagpo-post lang tayo or ano, it really invites a face-to-face or or sabihin na natin, uh, a, what, a call, a private discussion. So, paano ba tayo mag-go counter-cultural sa isang, um, sa isang, for example, toxic na exchange in social media? Yeah, siguro, uh, coming from that, no, we can add on that, na how can we honor God and make disciples or how can we engage this counter-cultural this counter-culture uh, moment that we are in right now so you kanina na may mention na no three three things talaga that comes up to my mind when we look at the bible is how jesus engages this is love truth and grace na eh. uh, love demands to reach out to the other person truth demands that we call out a person grace demands that we emphasize uh, and value the other person no but that's online how how does that translate not just in one aspect of it kasi hindi naman tayo uh, ganito ako online ganito ako personal no that's not living a life of integrity uh, how does that practically look like especially right now kasi right after they listen to this very quickly may makikita silang um, iba ibang fandom ibang stand sa government or politics, ibang view about a particular issue, bring it down. How do we honor God and make disciples? As a student leader who's listening or maybe as a campus missionary who's leading our people. Yeah, as a student and as campus missionaries, to be honest, ako, um, rather than just demanding goodness from people, from, from organizations, from anything else, 
uh, ano ako, preaching the good news and de- declaring, uh, preaching and demonstrating the good news over demanding goodness. Uh, we we need to be uh, fully involved. We have to be personally involved, uh, not just online but in our active lives. We have to be personally involved in the demonstration and the proclamation of the good news, rather than just demanding goodness. It's so easy for us to say, "Dapat si congressman ganito, dapat yung mga tao ganito." It's so easy for us to say that. Um, it's so easy for us to demand goodness from so many people, but katayo. Are we also demanding goodness from our own, from ourselves? Um, are you helping the poor in your own ways? Not just online. Are you, are you praying for the poor in your own ways? Are you declaring the good news in your own ways? Are you demonstrating the good news in your own ways? So in my practical life, if I'm not online, even if people don't see what I'm doing online, am I living out what God demands of me? in the overflow of my relationship with Him, in the overflow of living in love with Jesus Christ. So, yun yung um, babalik pa rin sa are we honoring God and making disciples? Puro individually, um, yun nga yung sinasabi mo kanina, no? na listening and uh, uh, showing empathy. Yung um, whenever there is someone na, na magkaiba kayo ng point of view, parang siguro the first thing that we need to ask is help me understand. Why, why is that your view? Ganyan. And then reaching out to that person um, and not necessarily saying na you're wrong. Parang ganun. So, um, so yun. Um, and also, uh, individually, yung mga, yung mga nakikita ba nating uh, kinakancel online, parang do, parang do we reach out to them and um, actually let them know na you have a community of grace and truth that uh, can accept you and can uh, um, uh, give love and grace to you despite how other people have treated you online. Sa akin lang to, I want to start with self-awareness. To be aware of my behavior, to be aware of my motivation, to be aware of my responses. Uh, meron kasi minsang disconnect. This is a discussion for another day, no? pero meron kasing disconnect talaga doon sa how we live our lives, yung real lives natin versus how we live our lives on the internet, yung virtual uh, world natin. May, may ganong theory, eh, behavioral theory, na merong, may epekto yung social media, like it emboldens us to attack people, it dehumanizes people, mas malakas yung loob natin na, ano, na magsalita. So I like what Job said kanina. Now remember, there has to be no this difference between my identity offline and my identity online. Dapat pareho siya because I am more than just a netizen. I am a kingdom citizen habang nasa, nasa internet. So maybe I need to ask myself, ano ba yung mga meme na sinishare ko? Kasi minsan, unknowingly, nagkaka- nag contribute tayo sa cancel culture by spreading memes na parang para sa atin funny lang naman pero already making fun of somebody na hindi naman natin talaga gustong i-cancel pero nakikitawa tayo at nag-contribute tayo dun sa ganong culture online. Or how do I respond kapag may pumutok na balita? Do I, yung knee-jerk response ko ba is to rant and flash against people? online, post ka agad ng tweet or ng status? Or is my default response is to 
cry out to God, to lament, to pray, and to ask for wisdom. Yun. It starts for me, it starts with self-awareness, knowing my own responses and repenting kung meron man akong sinful response sa mga bagay-bagay so that I won't just easily cancel people but I will act in grace and still speak out the truth but in love. I'd like to add, no? um, sometimes, and emphasis to on sometimes, sides. it doesn't mean always, sometimes, other people are not wrong, they're just different. <laughs> Minsan may mga bagay, imagine na lang, no? how many of the things that stresses us out uh, came from just because they're different. Wala naman talagang tama o mali. I'm not saying na, walang, na lahat ng issue ay gray area. There are issues that are black and white and blatantly sin that we should call out. No? But there are other things na talagang, they're just different. And especially right now that we live in a diverse world, kitang-kita yung uniqueness ng bawat tao. Um, that's part of it. As campus missionaries, every student that we reach out, we know they're different. Um, yes, there are general principles on how to connect with them, pero alam natin, iba talaga sila. And even for students, no? Um, marami tayong makikita na may ibang beliefs sa atin, pero that does not mean that we can't live with them. Um, there are some things we just have to acknowledge and respect na ito yung pinaniniwalaan, ito yung stance nila, pero we can live together and we can not degrade another person's dignity and being a human being just because they have a different set of values, diba? Yes, also, uh, if I may add, yung canceling somebody, a cancel culture, I think it's one of the responses to anxiety. When something negative or alarming happens online, yung response natin, diba, is to, yun, maging anxious and to lash out at people. We cast our anxiety on one another. But the Bible actually tells us, cast your anxiety to God, because he, to Jesus, because He cares for us. So, yun, isang magandang bagay yun. And maybe, uh, as we try to land this conversation, no, canceling, I really think canceling people is not the Christian way. Uh, we are a community of grace and a community of truth. Canceling people is not the way of Jesus Christ. Uh, we actually are people who, who must invite them, the world, into the community. We don't cancel people. We invite them into the community. Uh, the church that Jesus Christ built and yung, actually yung first disciples niya were actually a community of people who were canceled by society. Tax collectors, zealot, etc. And yung mga tao din na na-attract doon sa gospel of grace ni Jesus. It's a gospel of the kingdom. It's actually people who were initially uh, cancelled by society. And I think we should be that in this world. In a world that cancels people because of differences, because of imperfections and flaws, we must be that community for the cancelled that calls out the destiny of people from within them as God uh, has designed them to be or as God has called them to be. Thank you very much, Ria Job, for joining us in this discussion. Very Rich, especially in our time today. Once again, this is Today on Campus, a podcast where we talk about cultural moments that students experience. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean. 
For show notes, check out encleaders.ph. You can also connect with us on ENC Leaders on Facebook. I'm Dave. I'm Jello. And once again, thank you, Job and Ria, for joining us in this conversation. Thank you for tuning in to Today on Campus. Thanks, guys. Bye.